Conversations Between Cocktails and Courses, a food and booze obsessed podcast. You are listening to Dinner with Dev. New episodes are posted every week on iTunes and SoundCloud at Dinner with Dev. And you can follow everything we're eating and drinking on all forms of social media at Dinner with Dev. Listener discretion is definitely advised. Enjoy. Hello. Welcome to yet another episode of Dinner with Dev podcast. Dinner with Dev here, your resident drinking buddy and munchie partner in crime. And today I am joined by Keith. What up? What up? Thanks for being here and hanging out. My pleasure. Let the people know the full name. That's Keith Mackler. <laughs> you can find him in assorted um, films and movies. <laughs> yeah, please uh, Google me, but just ignore the first two results because... <laughs> There's new ev- there's new evidence in that. Okay. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm here with Keith today. Uh, we brought the show on the road. We're actually um, coming to you from New York City, um, and we are going to talk about. Some of you may not know even what I do other than this podcast to pay for all the food that I'm eating. What do you um, do? I know, <laughs> right? What do any of us do? What do any of us do? Where am I? Why am I here? Um, as Thor says about Hulk and Ragnarok, he's a friend from work, <laughs> and yes. that is why we are here today. So Keith and I uh, do a lot of. How should we? Well, how we do you want to set the scene? We what are, do we do for a living? <laughs> sometimes <laughs> we are paid to be human furniture. Yes, on the set of a of various popular uh, movies and television shows, what they refer to in the biz as background acting. Um, now, for those of you not in the know, when they have scenes and shows, uh, and they're like at the mall, <laughs> all the people that are there, like walking around and, and at the different stores and stuff, you know, on camera. That's us. They're not really at the mall. <laughs> no. Those are <laughs> this may people. come as a shock. <laughs> <laughs> they, uh, they did not just set a camera down because you know they have to do every shot over and over, right. like twenty times. So, you know, they, they bring in cattle like us. Uh, <laughs> right. Just, you know, but it, it kind of takes a brain because you need to be like savvy yes. about what the hell is going on. You got to have some kind of wherewithal to not F up the whole production. Yes. Uh, but <laughs> there is no background <laughs> check to do background. Which there really should be, <laughs> yes. by the way. So, some of the people uh, that do these things, there really should be some sort of... Some, I don't know. There should, there should be a screening process. <laughs> Some kind of screening. Uh, because you do, it's much like a fine muesli cereal. You get nuts, <laughs> flakes, and fruits. Yes. Uh, and show up to these events. Uh, some of them, oh, you boy. wonder, how did they actually How did themselves? they even make it here on, <laughs> alive and on time? <laughs> did you, you know? get bust in from the group home? <laughs> right. Some of them, it's questionable. Right. Um, they still have fresh scars on their head <laughs> right. from the lobotomies that have recently taken place. Uh, you know, others, great people. You yes. Know, it's, it's, it's a mixed I bag. Eat. I, I, I eat present company included. Right. You know, and there's a small elite group of, uh, of folks that I consider my colleagues, my co-workers, if you will. I agree. You know, I'm a freelancer, uh, actor, and writer and musician and stuff so i don't really have like a peer group necessarily i'm not going into the same office the same workplace every day i have to chase down my office it's in brooklyn it's in queens it's in jersey it's in washington dc it's wherever so (laughs) 
it's nice to kind of have a community, a peer group, if you will, of people that are in the same boat. Yes. It's, it's freelancers. It's people who their schedule could change at a whim on a moment's notice. We're, we're very malleable in this in this game, you know, because it's like we're getting our work the day before. We're right. finding out what yes. we're going to do. We're up super early in the morning. We're home super late at night. Right. Everything is kind of subject to change. And even then, you might get canceled on. Oh, the dates God. might get shifted, this and that. So This is makes, like giving me PTSD uh, right now. <laughs> yeah, it is actually terrifying. It takes a special kind of person. You know, so when you meet those same simpatico motherfuckers, yes. if I may. Do you use profanity on the Oh, program? yes, we okay. fucking do. <laughs> these shit-pissed cunt fuck motherfuckers <laughs> tits. People. Hello. It's nice to uh, to kind of bond with them. And yes. Uh, we've certainly done that at so many Yes. I would say, I mean, personally, I probably... I mean, not to sound like a huge dick, but I probably only you have. Said huge dick. <laughs> I'm sorry, what? Um, I probably only have like maybe like six, like a handful of people that I've met over the many years I've been doing this that yeah. I would like, like call upon for this or like just speak to at work. <laughs> at any speak given to time. ever. <laughs> Well, thank you. Uh, I'm, I'm yeah, yeah. You, you're also in that elite group for me, what I refer to as the special people club. Yes. Um, of people that when I see, if I see you on a set, yeah. uh, I go, oh, thank God. Same, yes. Today I'm like, yes, we're going to chill, we're going <laughs> to hang out together, like I have a buddy. We can commiserate, we can shit on everybody else that's That's what we love to do. And, you know, we even have deep conversations about our lives, yes. what the hell's going on, if there's serious things. We talk about that too, you know, it's not all joking, but being on a set, it's nice to fuck around basically the whole day and kind of make fun of what's going on maybe smoke a little something something mm-hmm. I don't know what I'm saying uh, go to crafty and grab something you know go on runs just get some air for god's sake to have a set buddy uh, yes it so really changes the game man. yeah absolutely um, yeah if you've ever so if you ever if you're familiar which was kind of where the idea for this episode came from but if you've ever seen um, so Ricky Gervais had a show based on this oh, which I this is so the show is called Extras, which they are really they are better taken care of on that show than we have ever been right. on this show or on any show that show. right. Well, um, but that's also I think the only reason I heard about that show about it's called Extras and it's all about background people, um, and Ricky Gervais and his like gal pal are kind of the main characters. But I think I only heard about that because so many times hearing background people on different shows be like, you guys, you guys, you guys. You know what would be great? Like a show about about us. A web series. A web series about, about what we PG, do. PG like PG what life. really goes on. I heard about that so, I heard that so many fucking times until you finally were like, yeah, right. Ricky Gervais did that like ten years ago. Yeah, a long time ago. I would rather watch Holocaust footage than show. <laughs> and it would be funnier. But the first, I believe the first yeah. scene, I love that series. I yes, it's a good series. And I believe the first scene of the whole thing is that he is doing background on some period piece, like a Revolutionary War movie or something, and he's trying to get in the shot. <laughs> yes, right. Which is what a lot of these people do, 
and, I, and they say, you know, get that fat bloke out of the frame. Because people, <laughs> and he's trying to inching closer and right, closer right. <laughs> to the lead actors, trying to get, like, screen time. Right. Which is so lame to me. And we uh, we always uh, monitor people doing it. <laughs> we do. It's, it's so hard ridiculous. not to. I love to hang back. You know, when I do yeah. background, I do acting. And uh, and when I'm hired by a production to act in, in their thing, I'll act in it. And I'll yes. show up with then my Then I want to be at the forefront. On. Yes. I want to perform. I want to... You know, make my impact and do Absolutely. my thing. Absolutely. When I'm background... I am or, the literal fucking background. Yeah, I'm just there f- to work. You know, if they need me, put me wherever you want. You know, tell me I what to do. I am your breathing prop. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm just there to help out. I'm not trying to have the spotlight on me right. in any way. Or try but to there are people that focus. try to do that. They think they're going to get their big break or something from yes. doing this. I was doing a shoot recently for a very high-profile director, and... There was a lot of miners there on set, not coal miners, right, uh, right. with like the little hat. Well, I haven't the been with those it. guys recently. Yeah. <laughs> but that, I did actually a, a gangbang with all miners, <laughs> uh, and it was called Deep Shaft. But Woo! I, uh, hi And they got stuck in there for 30 days. <laughs> well, holy shit. Chileans love mayonnaise. That's true. Go check it out. But, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, there were a lot of people on this particular set. There were kind of like uh, set parents, like like staged moms and stuff. Right, right. And they're like, my daughter Mackenzie, she's so talented. <laughs> so does anyone ever get discovered at these things? Um, no. Short answer, dude. no. Long yeah. answer, no. Yes, <laughs> yes, that is accurate. So, but, you know, it can be fun. You can, if you are trying to be a performer, if you're trying to be a writer, a producer, director, you're you trying can to learn do a lot. Uh, wardrobe, makeup, yes. whatever the hell it is. If you want to be a crew member, even if you're just a fan of movies and TV, yeah. it can be thrilling. Yes. It can be informative. It's always been, for me, definitely educational because I mm-hmm. have such a better idea of how, you know, I feel like I have a better insight if I wanted to go out and do, like, a short film or a web series or something than someone who's never been on a set before, you know? Absolutely. You see how things are done. You see how all the different departments communicate with yes. each other. Which is a clusterfuck, by the way. They <laughs> barely The way yeah. they communicate is that they barely communicate there with one is, another. Depending on the Holy spin, shit. You know, we both worked on things where it's like the biggest names in the world, production yeah. companies, and then stuff where it's like a, just a dude like with a camera. Right. And, and groups of film students or indie productions, low mm-hmm. budget, music videos, commercials. It's all different sizes and, um, you know, shapes of productions. So... We've seen the gamut of how things are run when they're done professionally, when they're done yes. right, and when they're done wrong. Yeah. And how all the crew members bicker and argue oh when God. there's a negative vibe Holy on shit. set, when everyone's kind of like uh, boiling, like seething at each other. Uh, I've definitely seen that, especially yeah. when they're running late or when they're having uh, technical issues yeah. and stuff. So you really see people at their best and worst, and it can be educational uh, in both ways. I've never done my own movie or show but right. I feel like if I did I would kind of have like you a have an insight toolbox yes, of things absolutely. that I picked up uh, from, from all these uh, productions you know when you're working on something like uh, the movie Birdman that I did mm-hmm. background on man that is like a class at the actor studio right you're watching uh, Naomi Watts um um, <laughs> is that Michael uh, Yeah, Michael Keaton. Keaton yeah. Uh, Edward Norton. I right, mean, love just him. Some of the top yeah. of the line uh, actors, Zach Galifianakis. And you're like, uh, 
damn, man, this is an invaluable experience. Yes, absolutely. You couldn't pay to be able to do this, and yet we get called up, and they're like, hey, can you come down to the set of the new Spike Lee movie or the new uh, James Franco show Yeah, and just, like, hang out on set and also, like, be on camera? Yeah. I mean, it's a pretty cool fucking job. It is. You know, and like you said, people that are not in this uh, world of ours... uh, they think that it's really awesome. We, we're kind of like... We're jaded eh, now. You know, oh, yeah, yeah, did you work you know? Daredevil? Oh, did you right. work this? Did you? It's like, oh, yeah, I, saw, I was on set with Keanu Reeves. Oh, yeah, I was on set with Tracy Moore. It's kind of like... Uh, not that we're jaded, but it's just... It kind of... You don't get that excited anymore because yeah. it's You're your job. You're disenchanted, right, right. It's like right. your job, you know, but yeah. you still get some kind of a buzz from it, for Absolutely. sure. No, I still... I, every time, even when I'm getting annoyed on a set or it's a mm-hmm. long day or whatever... I still am saying to myself, okay, but I would rather be here watching all of this, taking all of this in, enjoying this, acting in this, being involved in this, than behind a fucking desk. Like, I don't, I don't want to do that, you know? So, yeah, these are kind of, this is, we're about to go into all the things that we have seen, heard, and smelled as extras in film and TV. Ugh, God. (laughs) Um, We laugh about these things now, but (laughs) it's like getting through a war. Like, Actually, one that you, a story you just reminded me of, which we will not say, because this is a very high-profile actor, uh, um, not that they listen, but um, <laughs> this was last uh, last year, I think, on a show, I think is on Stars or one of the premium channels, uh, and um, this really big actor, we were doing the scene, it was like 2 o'clock in the morning, and we were in a subway station, and it was a period piece, so everyone's decked out in these, we're supposed to be the 70s, so everyone's decked out in these big things, and these outfits, and the hair, and whatever, right. and so it's like 2 a.m., and everyone's just like, fuck, and this main actor is like two hours late, oh. and I'm standing next to um, the camera guy, and this camera guy is fully shit-talking this actor, like, straight up, like, this motherfucker's always late, he thinks that we're running on his time and this and that. Right. And I'm like, wow, like, it's kind of interesting to, like, yeah, this is his job still. No matter how big his name is, yeah. it's still his job, and you're not showing, you're making a, hundreds of people wait. It kind of levels the playing field it in does. a way, because, sure, there may be these huge celebrities there on set, but if they fuck up, it's gonna make everybody... Uh, stay later and right. piss everybody off just like if you fuck up you know what I mean so yeah. everybody has their part to play I've seen some household name giant celebrities that have been so cool and so yes. humble oh absolutely set. and then I've also seen uh, totally unknown people that acted like dicks so it's kind of weird there's also kind of a middle ground uh, where there's people who are on a big show and, and uh, on a big network, but they're they haven't really uh, broken as far as being like a huge star or right. household name. So they're kind of they they're kind of angry almost. Yeah. So it comes out in diva ish behavior. Uh, there's a couple of network uh, series, network drama series that I've seen this on this phenomenon. <laughs> it you know, is the people at the top of the totem pole. They're all good. Right. Because they're confident. They're happy in yeah, their place they in life. They've right. got no, no reason to be a jerk. And then there's people at the bottom that are like really eager and excited to be there. So they're on their best behavior, of course. But then it's kind of the ones in the middle where they could be, they could kind of uh, have something stuck in their craw. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I actually heard a story about one prominent uh, lead actor <laughs> yeah. who I would say is in that category who 
the crew had gotten a birthday cake for him. Speaking of dinner with okay. them, we'll have this <laughs> dessert first. I don't know what yes. They wheeled out a birthday cake with, you know, whatever, how many candles on it, and said, and, you know, they said, oh, you're needed on set. The, the actor walked onto the set. They, as a surprise, wheeled out the cake. Happy birthday! And he said, fuck off. And walked back Shut to his, uh, or, you know, or fuck Stop. you or whatever. And walked back to his dressing room. Oh, my room God. And said, yeah, it did not And he was dead ass? It. Yes, he was serious. Whoa. He was not like, oh, fuck you guys. Right, and then he, like, came back in and was like, ah! <laughs> he was like, nope. And just walked Whoa. out, and I'm like, "Damn, how is that?" They, they're like, "Well, we uh, we ate the cake in silence, <gasps> and then we got ready for pictures up." You know Holy what I'm fucking so, yeah, shit! It could be a weird. Oh, I hate that. Why you gotta be that way? Like, <laughs> some extreme behavior. That is. Sure. Um, I heard another one, which I was not present for this, but I just heard one recently about um, on a show that has a lot of comedians on it right now. Uh-huh. Um, and this older comedian who's been around for a while, but, like, depending on... Like, you might not personally... Like, I don't know. Younger right. people might not know him. It was Rodney Dangerfield. <laughs> no. <laughs> hey, um, where's my craft? Right. <laughs> Move your ass. Hey. This, this Our guy's 15 got more year old bread. listeners won't get that. <laughs> hey, uh, look it up. We don't have those. Um, so, yeah. So, this was a, a comedian was on this show, and apparently he was fucked up on something he was on in some type of way that the rest of the actors kind of felt the need to like there was a lot of improv on this show so they were feeling kind of the need to like zhuzh and cover it up a little bit right get him some coffee what the fuck are you supposed to do in that you have this schedule that you're trying to follow (laughs) and this guy comes in and he's like slurring it's it's sad to see people being unprofessional and especially in this industry we know there's a lot of drug problems a lot of drinking problems I had a friend who was a PA on a movie with a very big star and who you would know immediately. And they said that it was time to film and they needed to get him on set. And they said, you know, where is he? He's not in his trailer. Uh, they were shooting somewhere in the woods, I guess, where okay. they had their base camp set up. And he was behind his trailer. Oh, my God. Uh, passed out uh, against a tree with a bottle in his hand. Oh, my God. It's drunk. And they literally, like, slapped him in the face, and they're like, you know, throw some water in his face, give him fucking breath mint, because they're spending, you know, thousands of dollars a minute. And there's so many people there, like, that now you're fucking... The expanse of these things... Yeah, is uh, insane. You could underestimate. Yeah. I mean, you know, sometimes we're on a show where they have, you know, 20 extras or 30 extras... Sometimes there's 400 background uh, there. Were, those and are it's days. A sea of those are days I try to avoid. <laughs> yeah, I mean, crowd scenes, yeah. uh, concert scenes, right. parade scenes, things like that. And there's so many fucking people. The best part of it is you can kind of do whatever the fuck you want. Right. And people always assume that uh, me and you are both crew. <laughs> That's true. People think we're crew. No, members, especially yeah. Uh, you really have the luck. Unless we have some kind of a costume or wardrobe on for that particular movie. Uh, you know, when we're walking around in our kind of, uh, you know, street skin clothes. Tight yeah. Jeans well, that's the thing. We both dress like, you know, what crew members just look like yeah, New York we, City hipsters. We're and kind <laughs> of that demographic at <laughs> yeah. that age where we're easily mistaken for crew yes. to the point where people come up and ask us, oh, can I go to the bathroom? And I'm like, sure. <laughs> if you me, want to, yeah. Whatever you want. <laughs> um, They're free. 
Yeah, so PAs are another thing that I oh, wanted God. to bring up. The production assistants who... <laughs> yeah. Um, so they help the set in all different capacities, really. Um, right. They're general production assistants. Um, but everyone kind of has their own department that they hang out in. Um, These are the people that do a lot of the yeah. grunt work. Yes, And the background PAs in particular, they got, they're kind of the shepherds of the yes, flock. Yes, exactly. And it can be a stressful job. There's some PAs I work with that are really cool. I've worked with you know, definitely some are, wonder. I've worked with some good ones who like make a point of knowing your name. Yeah, that's and nice. you know, like it is nice because really, at the end of the day, majority of them see that you're an, you're a number on a sheet, you know, and for the rest of the day, that is you. That's it, you know. Yeah, that's <laughs> so funny. Literally, for people you know? that don't know this, they give you a, a check-in number when you do background work. So I'll be Keith, but I'm you know number one seventy-four. Right. And wardrobe will have you on a list. Makeup uh, will have you on a list, and the hair department will have you on a list. And then if they place you in certain areas for continuity, a lot of times they'll come around and write down everyone's number and kind of make a map. So for that day, right. and it's hard to remember too, because like yeah. every day it's different. Right. But you're like you literally are a number. Yeah. You're literally <laughs> like, just a number. I am a man. <laughs> like all right, number one seventy-four. <laughs> Sit the fuck down. <laughs> <laughs> the um. Is, oh, God, yeah, I know. That's what I have written here is PAs and why they hate us. <laughs> um, well, we're good background. We're so no, good we ones. are good. We absolutely are good. And But that's why I get pissed off, too, because so when you have crowds, there's it, it's like you as the crowd, even though you singularly and alone are a smart working individual, the crowd is dumb as dirt. Oh Just like you all become a group of dumbasses. But like <laughs> the mentality lowers the more yes. people enter the scene. Yes, but then, like I, I don't know. It's just your P, PAs. It's a stressful job for them, so they really they throw a lot of shade our way. They're getting shitted on. It's funny. There's kind of a hierarchy. A There's trickle a full down, on hierarchy. A, a shitty trickle. Yes, because <laughs> shit trickle. You know, the director is yelling at the assistant director. Then the assistant director is yelling at the second assistant director. That's usually the person that's in charge of the person that's in charge of, of us. us. Right. So they're getting shitted yes. on from above. So then the PAs. They got to come us. shit on someone. And God then, damn. You know, we have to find like some toddler to kick or something. <laughs> <laughs> we get our aggression out. Well, that was like <laughs> I actually just had the other. This this happened the other day and it pissed me off. This very nice man who you know uh-huh. that we work with. I don't know anyone. <laughs> um, one that is, I would say, is in your group. Okay. Um, so, like, sometimes what will happen is we'll have no. <laughs> I think I can't. I'm taking hand happen. signals here to try to determine the. Uh, so, this happened to Adam. So, um, okay, so sometimes at work, like, there will be, they give us lunch, which is a wonderful, typically, they give us lunch, which is a wonderful thing. Um, but then what will happen if we're working really long hours, maybe later in the day, six or, if we're still going another six, whatever, um, craft services who provide snacks and things like that Mm. for cast and crew, they will either put out, like, sandwiches or they'll order a bunch of pizzas or whatever, so the other night I was on the set and we were waiting and it was getting late and whatever and they ordered like a bunch of pizzas like a shit ton of pizza. I heard right? the story. You right? heard the story from already? Somebody, yeah, from another friend. From Ryan, another mutual friend. Yes. Okay, yes, because <laughs> Ryan and I were fucking pissed off. We were That's enraged by this. Yeah. So they order all these pies, like so fucking many pies. And this man, Adam, who is another one of the very good background yeah, people. He's not guy. a dick. He's a good listener. He's just nice, nice man. Smart, really nice, guy. friendly guy. Yeah. 
So he apparently went to craft services and he took a slice of this pizza. One slice of this motherfucking Shame. pizza. One slice out of probably like the 200 slices that right. they had. And the drop in the ocean. Exactly. And this, she, you know, bottom of the barrel. They're the, not even the background PA, it's the background PA that stays and watches our shit that doesn't even, yeah, they don't come on to set with us, they just have to stay while we work and they hang out. Yeah, they don't fire watch, their job is to uh, watch our backpacks on set, yeah. But, so this PA came up the stairs and looked all around the holding, like walked around the entire holding area, finds Adam with this pretty much done slice of pizza and is like, why would you do that? Why would you take that? That's not for you. Why would you take that? That's not for you. And he's what like, well, literally, she, she was, she wanted to. Oh my God. So he, he's like, well, I, I didn't, I didn't know. I didn't, no one said anything. Right. So you assume, so you assumed it was for you. She's like, that's for the crew, because we like we work very long hours. And I'm thinking, but not you, because you're just sitting downstairs. Right. Like, what does it mean to her? Like that was the th- it was like and it was but it was what you were saying. It was like uh, someone had yelled at her, and so she needed right. to come upstairs and yell at him. And it was so fucking fucked. She made a spectacle of him, uh, and it was so rude and unnecessary. Awful. And when I went down, because she made this whole big thing, well, I didn't get any now. That's for the crew, and right. now I How didn't get any. How much do you need? 3,000 slices? Keith, we <sighs> went downstairs. I had to walk past the pizza table to get elsewhere. There was many whole pies. Right. There's like 2,000. You can actually go on the website to see a photo. Of how of many? Yes. Well, I said to our friend, I was like, take a picture. Take a picture, and we're going upstairs. Like, I was I was pissed off for him, but it was not my situation. But yeah, like, wow. there's some... Uh, and that's the wrong guy to make an example out of. That was the thing. So nice. Yeah, you never know on a set, because there will be those great people like we're talking about. And then there are a lot of newbies, a lot of people that don't take it seriously. Yeah. And they do fuck around, and they're not. Then they ready ruin to it for all of us. That's yeah, the thing. They ruin it. They do the bad apples, really, because uh, they piss off the PAs, and then we get group punishment. Exactly. You know? Yes. So those are that. That can be a drag, you know. So when I'm on a set, I try to uh, just keep people afloat. You know, I don't ever want to boss people around because that's the worst. When you get a, a background person, I know. Who I'm like, shut the PA, fuck up! Don't tell and me. And yeah. tell you how to do shit. I know. I'm like, I, mean, just I try mind to be business. helpful. Yeah. And there's a lot of times people that are, are kind of trying to ask. The worst thing is uh, a table full of background talking about how to get SAG waivers. Oh my how god! They got featured on this show, how they were in the trailer. I, of this I thing. can't even. I'm like, how do you want to talk about this? Oh. They start going on about about. how to join the Screen Actors Guild, how to join the union um, in order to, (laughs) one of the ways to get in is you have to collect all these waivers. It's like a motherfucking scavenger hunt. But all these background people will talk about is, well, how many do you have? How did you get that? Where did that come from? Well, SAG rules are this. I'm like, I don't know all of the rules of this union I'm not a part of because of you fucking people. Like, it is really boring. The experiences that I enjoy with people are have because you know we're uh, we're on a different set every day, usually with a like-minded group of people. So we're talking about what's going on in the news, which is currently right. uh, extremely horrifying. Yeah, for so many reasons. We talk about uh, current events. We talk about shows we've worked on or experiences that we've had, and you know that I don't mind. It's just when they hammer. It's like the blind leading the blind. 
hammering these ideas. Oh, of what I it heard takes this. To make right, it. you have to do this it this way. This is. Do. I'm like, shut. No, it's, I don't have to do it any way that you do it. Went. Like, I have a very unorthodox approach to what I do. I came into this business completely as an outsider, and I still feel like I am. I didn't go to acting school. I didn't, you know, go up any of these traditional rungs of some ladder that they think you have to climb. They're like, now you just got to get a principal role. It's right, like, oh, right. that's cool. I do that. Background is kind of a fun day job. That's what I always say. Background is my day job. And that's when I show up to do it. You see the people that they, they're enthusiastic but ignorant, and they're being led by people that are even more ignorant. Yes. <laughs> so yes. it can be uh, alternately hilarious, <laughs> yes. frustrating, and just uh. like... Agonizing yeah. to the point that you're like, I can't fucking be at this table. Yeah, like, pretty I much. I go around those. <laughs> it, I'm either like laughing at them, or I'm in, just in a place of like, I am fantasizing about murdering you tonight. Right. <laughs> like, no, absolutely. Straight there, up. There's many people that I've encountered on these sets that uh, I consider sociopathic. Yes. That I consider very bizarre, perhaps mentally ill. There's one gentleman who <laughs> I worked <laughs> on a, several shows with. He shows up to the set of whatever show it is in a costume that's related to the show. Like This is bizarre. I, yeah, I don't like, think I, I've ever seen this guy. This is another I won't I can't use any identifying characteristics here, but it's a guy <laughs> and I worked on the show Gotham. Great show that I enjoyed playing a mental asylum prisoner on several times. He shows up to the set or to the holding area, which they call where they where the background hangs out. He shows up to holding in a Batman costume, a Batman Halloween costume okay. yeah. uh, for Gotham. Now, he's not, like, trying to wear it on the show. He's not that bad shit. No, but he arrived. But he's like, this is a celebration, bitches. I'm Batman. <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? And yeah. then I'm talking to him, I'm like, oh, that's interesting you'd wear that. He's like, yeah, I wear different... Uh, outfits like for for sh- every sh- every shoot I go to and when I watch shows he's like when I watch billions I put on my suit <laughs> and like iron it and fucking oh, you know, wow when I watch fucking cabbage patch kids I wear <laughs> I, I, wear, uh, I wear a diaper with a tattoo on my ass <laughs> off. yeah I don't know <laughs> Right. What the fuck is yeah. wrong with you? Yeah, literally. And there's a lot of these people that we met, and we've come up with some colloquialisms. Yeah, so, so Keith and I do a lot of, in order to keep ourselves entertained, I would say, we do a bit of shit-talking, you might say. Just talk. We, you know, we comment on the things that we see. You have to acknowledge insanity. <laughs> Absolutely. Say something, say something. Exactly. So a lot of times we have little, like, code names for these people so that we can just outwardly speak upon them. Oh, man. Um, There's a girl. Yeah, please. Uh, I, we refer to her as shit breath. Yes. And she has never not smelled. <laughs> I have never come across her and be like, wow, shit for breath doesn't smell today. Oh like, she has always consistently smelled. Yeah, and she's very nice. Nothing against mm, her. She's a little person. fucking crazy. She's a little fucked up. She's a little oh, wait, crazy. Actually, yeah. No, yeah. She is fucked wait, up. do you remember, was it me and you that time uh-huh. when we were like crossing the street somewhere? Oh. And this car was totally not doing anything wrong. Right, right. Like, and it pulled up to the intersection that we were crossing. And she was like, what the fuck, you motherfucker? Like, like, fucked up, I'll fucking knife you. <laughs> and then she said some racial shit. And we were all like, weird. the car was at a stop sign. Yeah, like, that was a hallucination. <laughs> like, I don't know what. I think she might have them sometimes. Oh but then there's, but 
who is there was shit breath and then there's a guy that's like a, a close talker or a low talker oh, and we were saying if we could team uh, them yes. up yes <laughs> so like, what is she, that that little guy <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, there's a guy who um has like a it's like crusty yes, <laughs> yes like a crusty flaky, guy and he's and quite crusty. he's quite yeah. close I mean, it, it, oh my God. there's a guy that we call Slender Man. Ugh, he's so annoying. He is literally a Slender guy, Man. And he just, he's always like hanging out. He just out, like, like walks guys. around like a fucking amoeba. Like he's always he's like, like slithering around. Yes. Yeah. He's always like slithering around like, hey, You would just up? know it when you see it. Yes. Like, there's really, and it's as much fun to me almost to be on set with those people as the actual friends because I get to like observe them and yes. take notes on them. <laughs> right. No, and it's like a nature I will special. Text other friends. <laughs> like I'll text them and be like, on set with shit friends. <laughs> and <laughs> I'm like, stay away. <laughs> like stay away. Emoji of like a with a with a uh, oxygen mask <laughs> yes. on or whatever. Oh my god. Um, we've also um <laughs> we've also found some cool friends. Um when we, when I'm, whenever I work with Keith, one yeah. of our favorite things to do is um, parouse Keith's grinder account. Yes. And uh, um, if gr- you're unfamiliar with grinder, <laughs> which n- there's no way any of our listeners are unfamiliar because a lot of gay guys on this show. Yeah. Um, but if you're not, it's the gay Tinder. It's uh, yeah, it's a way <laughs> pretty to much go online and basically find dick in the area, dick bless, on demand. Less, less, less. D O D. And it is. <laughs> Not it's great, and it doesn't cost as much as video on demand. Uh, free. Yes. Um, there are emotional consequences, but right? Like, uh, like when? Uh, it's fun to go on Grinder because it's location based, and it kind of shows you like a menu of who's around. So, I always like to go on there when I get on onto a set or in a holding area for a show to see which background and which yeah. crew members. Are are on there? It's interesting. And I have seen a gentleman by the name of Cocksucker Aki. <laughs> yeah. This was one of the best ones that we were on one day, and we saw Cocksucker Aki. Remember for a pilot? Cocksucker that we here. On, which, for uh, you? Yes, translates from Spanish to Cocksucker here, here. <laughs> on site. Uh, and then he uh, he obviously saw me on there too as Captain Wacky, and he would not make eye contact with me. No, he there wouldn't. Was clearly yeah. by there's another gentleman by the name of Queer Bear, who I've <laughs> taken quite a shine to. Yeah, uh, nice guy. He's a good set. guy. We worked with him on many things, and He's a, it's yeah. it's funny because you see uh, there's also one called Pervy Top. Yes, <laughs> yes, I forgot about Pervy Top. On a couple different shows. <laughs> it's so funny because. They'll be, they're kind of like your your boss or your guide. It's for the a day or whatever. professional environment, yeah. you know. And you're not like hitting on them. You don't want them to hit on you. It's just interesting to know that they are there and they yes. are available. It's well, kind of funny to me. Yeah. Because you see them in a professional. Um, in, in, like, their buttoned-up, professional way. You know, right. they're not... But it's kind of a, it's kind of seeing into their personal life a little bit. Yeah. You, you're you seeing them, uh, you know, they're uh, almost an authority figure right. to you. And then you're getting a glimpse into their hidden world. And then when you see them, uh, after you've seen their disturbing... Uh, <laughs> Aki. <laughs> It can be a little strange. Like, they kind of, like, don't want to look at you, or they have this look of, like, does he know? Do they know? Yeah. Yeah, it, it can be disconcerting sometimes. Um, I've even uh, outed people unintentionally because I've seen people on a set that are not openly gay. Okay, But they're yeah. on Grindr. Right, right, yes. You know? Yeah. Uh, and that can be interesting. 
because then it's like they're almost afraid that you might blackmail them right, or something. Yeah. Like that. But you're just I'm just fascinated by it. I wish people could just be themselves. Yeah. Everyone could just be out there, but I know everyone is in different circumstances, different family situations, and it's not always possible for someone to come out. I mean, it, it takes a lot of courage to come out. It also takes a lot of courage to have to stay in the closet um, when it's not safe for you to. So right. I would never out anybody. Purposefully, God, no. But yeah. I, I just, uh, I think it, it's very interesting. Yes. When I see something like that, and I kind of want to reach out and... I be like, hey, yeah, <laughs> I want to see your, your cocksucker Aki. Right? Oh, my God. Um, yeah. <laughs> That's always... I don't know why uh, I turned that into, like, an It Gets Better PS. <laughs> That's like, okay. I'm, gl- I'm glad it went there. Let's get real. Being gay is hard. <laughs> also, <laughs> you can find me on Grindr. Also, <laughs> also at Gavin uh, yeah. I need a I need a grinder name. Um, <laughs> oh my god! Um, yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. I don't have a good hmm. like. I want to be a queer bear. Winner, winner, chicken. Dinner, <laughs> <dev>. It's okay. <laughs> we'll work on it. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's a lot of crazy people that do um, background, and one of the stories I wanted to tell was one of the craziest things I have ever seen a background person do. Oh my god! Was this? Um, Last season on this show, I was kind of working on it consistently. I was there a lot. Kind of had the same... It was like a core or whatever. They had the same people coming in. And um, there was a background PA there, and she was kind of... um, She definitely had people that she, like, preferred to other people. And, like, she wasn't great with, like, hiding that, which is never an ideal situation in a work environment. Um, So, basically, this guy who I had been talking to a lot, and he was really cool and stuff... And he felt that she was slighting him. Like, he felt that uh, he was owed... Sometimes if you bring an excessive amount of wardrobe or something, you'll get an extra little bit of money for bringing all of that. Yeah. So he felt that he was owed a wardrobe bump, which, like, he definitely was not. But so that's something that, you know, the production people have to write in on your uh, on your voucher for the day. Um, and so he took it upon himself to write it in himself that Ooh. he got this wardrobe bump. And that's a big no-no. Yeah, that's you're already just, it. like, asking for a fight right then and <laughs> right. there. So he did it, and then they were like, no, 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 like, what are you doing? <sighs> Whatever. It's actually this known PA um, had, was called up John Shaw. Uh-huh. You know who that is, right? Uh, that's that guy that talks like this, and he's that, you know. Um, so uh, the girl... Hi, John, if <laughs> yeah, I hope not. Um, the girl PA is like, all right, John's going to have to come talk to you. I don't know what to say. This is not for you to do. Whatever. This kid freaked the fuck out on this PA. He was like, he, he, I'll just, all I remember what specifically he said to her was that he was going to pray her to death. What? He said, as long as I am a God fearing man, you will not, this was, this must have been 2017, I guess. She said, you will not work in 2018. I will pray. I will be praying for you. You're so ugly. Then he starts going on. Yeah. He starts picking at her looks now. Other than like the witch rant that he's going on. Right. Right. Luckily, we all knew it would never happen. Um, Now he's going, you're so ugly. And you're, and now this girl is getting worked up. She's crazy. Crying oh because this guy is like literally That's like, like crying it was point. yes it was insane and everyone was just kind of like he did this in front of everyone right so clearly off your fucking rock yes and it was one I've never heard someone say to someone else 
He, like, tried to cast a spell on her. He was like, you will not work in 2018. I will pray you to death. It's like, oh, actually, honey, you won't work. Right, yes, <laughs> right. You will never be on this show again, <laughs> so bye. That was one of the craziest things I've ever seen in background. Like, well, what yeah. show was it? Can you write it down so I can... Uh... It was on, um, it happened on Quantico. Oh, okay, we Yeah. Say. Well, yeah. it wasn't on the show. It wasn't, it was right, in the, right. you know, it was our, in our holding. Yeah, that is bizarre, man. It was insane. Yeah, I saw um, to, uh, a PA get into an argument uh, with a background on a show that we both worked on for, uh, I don't want to say what it is. <laughs> yeah, that's okay, it was canceled. The they literally had a physical altercation. It got to the point that the guy had his fists up in the other dude's face, and they had to get, you know, several PAs, and I think a couple other BG what jumped in, and separated them, and they sent the guy home, but it was a thing that we had gone to by oh, bus, I rem- so they couldn't oh, get rid of the guy, and they had right. to, like, drive him away. I don't know exactly what happened, but it was... Uh, it was shocking because you figure, hey, we're just here to make a TV right, show. Right. Chill the fuck out. No, like, some of these people, they can't. They're they doing the utmost. Up. Yes. I was working with a guy recently. Um, for, it was like a four-day shoot for a show. And uh, it was a great show and it's amazing cast and I'm having a ball. And there was this guy acting really weird. You know like when like like uh, military reject type straight guys that they want to be like that but they don't have the fucking balls right, and right, skills right. to yes. actually be a soldier yes. but they want to act like they are right? because they went to like some army navy store yes. so they walk around like, oh like they're like oh. and then he was literally like making like weird noises was this at like that show child. that we that we were on together uh, no okay. it, was, uh, Different one. it was one I did two weeks ago um, and uh, yeah it was it was like, should I be afraid? Like, you worry about some of these yes. people. Like, are they like the, I mean, God forbid, I knock on wood, but like, are these like these school shooters? No, but I, like, you definitely they see them Facebook here. grants because yes. basically this is a job for like the unemployable. Yeah, pretty <laughs> much. Total freelancers, but yeah. also people that like live in their mom's basement and just like hang out on the yeah. internet and they may not be totally stable. So, you know, I've had some interactions with people that scared me a little bit. There was one guy who uh, I posted a photo on Facebook of like a Barbie doll and a Justin oh, Bieber doll. Oh, I remember doll this. Yeah, and in a three-way with like a <laughs> Justin Timberlake doll. I mean, we're talking about dolls, things right. made out of plastic. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, oh, look what these three are up to, or whatever. And this guy messages me, another background actor who I worked with on a very popular show, uh, who's who was. Accusing me of uh, posting child porn because like, it was the fuck? a f- uh, picture I took of these uh, these little uh, dolls, dolls. Uh, right? Like, like in a pile. no, honey. Like, first of all, they don't have uh, genitalia, yeah, they're, just, <laughs> and they're inanimate. <laughs> yeah, and even if they were real, uh, Justin Bieber is like thirty, and Barbie is like, like seven hundred. Right. So I, I guess I, mean, I can almost understand all of consenting age. Yeah, it wasn't even like depictions of children. Right. No, it, it was, was just, so he was like, reaching. It's someone where it's like, where is your where is your head at? at? Right. You come up with something like that. 
you know, so these are the kind of whack jobs that you can meet. So when I see Devin, I'm like, oh, <laughs> yes, literally the relief. <laughs> yes, absolutely. We can uh, go True. to crafty, right. which can be great, but can also yeah. be dangerous. Well, so. yeah. So that's another. <laughs> other than the frightening people, the hierarchy, <laughs> um, and ship breath, there are some oh. good parts of doing this, including craft services. Yes. Which the other day, this I met this kid for the first time, and it was his like first time doing it and he went on this rant when he was just like I just don't get it man why do they call it crafty like what does that mean like I just hear everyone like he went on this like 15 minute stoner rant until finally I was just like it's craft services but what does that mean? I mean what is really I guess the origin of craft services is just that these are these people here that are applying their craft of filmmaking and you're servicing them with food? Is that what it I is? I thought it was like a craft singles like kind of situation. Craft, 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 like craft like the craft guy. company. Yeah. Right. You know, I guess that I mean, you know, we can look this up maybe I should have in advance. But yeah, I believe it's basically just, you know, we're 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 artisans, we are crafting something and this is like yeah. things We need that snacks. Are, because craft uh, services not only includes uh, food and drinks, but you know, vitamins. And, yeah, right, little uh, pick-me-ups. Ro- Rolades. Right, and whatever and, you might need yeah. over the course of your day. Little, right, over the little counter, picks me up. Yeah. You know, if a set doesn't have a medic, they may even have, like, you know... Advil or something. Yeah, little things <clears throat> you might need. Yeah. Sundry items. But mostly it's about the bounty Snacks. of food. Even if you show up Snacks. to a set and... They're not serving, you know, hopefully you go there and they're serving breakfast, they're serving lunch. And lunch, yeah. But if you show up too late, you have different call time, you miss the meal, you can usually make a meal out of Crafty, you know, with bagels, with sandwiches, with salads, with fruit plates, cheese Mm. plates, veggie plates. With all the good stuff that you want, and I ferret away. You a do. Fair amount no, of my favorite. Yes, my favorite <laughs> is when we're working together, and like you'll disappear for a while, and without saying anything, you won't be like, right. "I'll be right back." Like you will suddenly be gone, and I'll be like looking around for you, and then you arrive, and you usually like you give me like the uh, like trench coat flash, except when you open it up, you're not naked. You just have a right. bunch of snacks and, and I just, shit. Like, drop it into yeah. my bag. Like, He's always like, "Yo, I, I got home. you some." Skittles. Like, <laughs> I was in a treat. I come home heavy. I come home like fucking Santa Claus with a sack of crafty. Yes. I throw it out all in the bed, whoever wants whatever. You know, uh, they have such a huge budget for this stuff and a lot of so it food. ends up getting all the thrown time. away. Oh my God, they or, waste so much. You know, they waste so it. fucking much. So I try to do my part uh, to... For my community, Gosh. you know, of, of crafters. That's right. To take as much of these snacks home as I can. And for our listeners, um, you can't see this because it's an <laughs> audio medium. But I've got this giant oh, yeah. like, snack bowl right when you walk into my apartment. This That's the crafty bowl. Yes. You know what I'm saying? And thank God for it. Yeah. <laughs> but there's one lady in particular who oh, okay. yes. is crafty now. Sometimes there's issues with crafty that's for the union people and for the non-union people. Which is fucked, by the way. The union is like the best food in the world. The union is like... Or made by Martha Stewart. Right. The non-union is like a a bowl of peanuts and like a a stale apple. Yes, (laughs) like a half a loaf of molded bread. (laughs) Like some two, fucking sludge mud coffee. Like two warm. But there's no cups. Like, 
<laughs> yeah. Like yeah, a it's warm just, cup of milk. <laughs> right. They're like, what? This and is for you. Like, right. Uh, yeah. um, but uh, there's one particular studio that we both do background work for a bit. And there's this lady called the Crafty Nazi. <laughs> now, this is a term. Which that studio is she at? It's synonymous. Uh, it's one that. Uh, oh, okay. I'm trying to do a. I thought you meant, like, location, not... Well, um, yeah. yeah. Well, it's a studio that that produces several different shows and movies as well. And then sometimes you'll be at their soundstage, uh, or sometimes you'll be on location at different places. Now, wherever the crafty is, she will be there... Uh, being Jesus the Christ. being the person in the uh, in the tower with the shotgun oh, that, God. That, that, right. that that just waiting for us to hammer. try and get a mint. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to go in there to like literally get a nap in. She's like, "What's your number?" Oh my God. And I'm like, eight six seven five three nine. Girl, um, Girl, yeah. Please. Some I have had some in addition to the craft. Like we were saying, there is sometimes really good. Breakfast and lunch. Oh, I yes. have had some great. Not I've had a, a handful of yeah. not, a lot of not so great, but right. I've had some really fucking like if you ever work the last day oh. of a show is filming, you know it's their last day and now they're gonna either see if it gets picked up again or they're done for the season, whatever the fuck. They always show out at lunchtime for Feast. that day. Feast. Feast. I've had fucking mm-hmm. lobster tails. On days like that, yeah. fucking whole pigs, like they'll have like the uh, like you know. I've yes. had like grill, you know, like barbecue. They, they hire sometimes uh, restaurants. Like uh, I was working on the show, The Path, and notice I can mention that things where good stuff happened. Right. Oh yeah. <laughs> then then happily, the right. <laughs> we're in this great show called The Path about a religious cult, and I, I had the pleasure of being a recurring BG playing a cult member. So I worked on a bunch of time. The last day of the last season. They had a sushi restaurant. Oh my god! They wanted hundreds and thousands Stop. of rolls, and these guys, you know, they were making rolls and cutting them and putting them out as quickly oh. as they were being taken. And then, you know, I kind of, you know, crew always eats first, you right. know, to be fair. Then they usually the union people, then the non-union. But it was a free for all, and everyone had as much as they wanted. Sometimes they hire ice cream trucks. Yes. To come to I this love set. that. Take whatever the hell you want. Mm. They hire waffle trucks. Right, or uh, snow cone guy. Oh, snow my God. Cart. I was working on, what was the thing with the ice cream truck? I was working on an independent film on Monday, um, upstate, like in the middle of nowhere, and they hired mm. an ice cream truck. I couldn't believe it. Like, yes. that really shows that they care about yeah. the crew, the cast, and the background. That's just something nice. They didn't have to do that. I was working on. Uh, Tracy Morgan show the last OG and they got a grilled cheese truck which I know will appeal to your listeners Uh, and you can get your grilled cheese your grilled cheese with tomato your grilled cheese with bacon Mm. whatever you wanted delicious tater tots that sounds so good uh, buffalo tots I mean whatever the fuck you wanted and you could go back for seconds no Mm, one gives a shit right and then you know they're feeding everyone they've got limitless supplies and they've been paid so much by the production that it's worth it to them absolutely Uh, and man I was I was gorgeous Gorging myself because I mean, <laughs> this is a thing that you went there it would cost eight bucks, you know, and it's right. just throwing it to you for nothing. Plus, they all think I'm crew anyway, so right. Like first, have as much right. Yeah, you're so, working hard. Yeah, the food on some of these productions, on yeah. some of the Marvel shows, on you know, Bull like always has Bull yeah. if they're at the studio on um, what is that Eagle? No, mm, yeah, no. Where's sure. the Bull studio? I've never worked that show. I think it's. 
It's not the Eagle Studio. It's a different one. Uh, no, it's in Ridgewood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This okay. one's in Ridgewood. Um, and if they're at that studio, it oh. is always fucking like. I remember I worked on. Um, what was it? Is it Good Friday? Is the one you're not supposed to eat meat? Oh, wow. Whichever, I don't know, whichever Definitely. religious thing, they were loaded nice. with nice pieces of salmon. They got calamari salad. Like, oh, well, I was like, holy salmon, fuck. Yes. Shrimp. I was in Some heaven. Some of these sets, they got a guy whose whole job is just to slice prime rib. Yep, yes. And they offer it to you. Mm. You know, they have these pork roasts. They have these turkeys. They have these lamb. Yeah. I mean, it's so it's good. crazy. I actually don't eat meat anymore. <laughs> right, right. We were just talking it. about this. I go to the the fish and the shrimp. And yeah, stuff like I like to hit the fish and shrimp. They too. do these in well. That's what I heard. <laughs> they do these incredible breakfasts where they'll make you your own omelet. That is, I was just gonna want. say, the omelet guy oh is my like. God. I will you blow walk that up. Guy. <laughs> no, literally, you go <laughs> up. Uh, I would like. You could say if you want, if you're a garbage person, you want to eat egg whites. You would do that. They'll yeah. make it for you. Yeah, you could tell them whichever way you like it. And then I want my spinach. I want my feta. I want some tomato. Yeah. This and that. And then make it for you right then and there. They're put happy it on. To do it. Oh, they're happy to do oh, it. Yeah. This, uh, that is life. yeah ideal. It makes you feel valued. It also just makes it easier because sometimes you got a long day ahead. Yes, you need feet. to be. No, I mean it sounds silly, you gotta but like be alert. you got to eat. Yeah, more. you got to you know, eat. My, Jeep. Girls gotta eat. <laughs> <laughs> gotta get thick, gotta eat. You know, uh, I've been doing this a long time, and I actually gained weight yeah. from some of my poor no, it's eating easy practices to. on yeah. the set. You know, I was working on the show The Blacklist, and they're bringing out whoopie pies and raspberry right. whoopie pies yes. and huge things of crab salad and cheesecake. Right. And, well, mean, that's the thing. Just, every lunch, there God, is there's the lunch stuff. It's like a buffet style, whatever. And then there's always a table of cakes. And oh, like cookies, I don't even hit it up. I don't. I can't. I can't look, I can't at, it look at it. I can't do it. Three kinds of pie. How can I be fucking eating cake. cake every day I go to work? Oh, it's so bad. You can't. And then even in between, like when, especially when we're shooting exterior scenes, they'll just bring out like a cart of food. Right. Yep. It's like it's not dinner. It's not lunch. It's, it's just not crafty. Like, but it's like a sandwich. <laughs> like, like, yeah. Show Luke Cage. They had a, a whole Italian ice cart. Whatever the hell like, you wanted. They had a lady uh, come with uh, a table with three different kinds of meatballs. Oh, And just take God. as much as you fucking want. Or sometimes I've seen them doing homemade falafel. Oh, yeah. Fucking deep frying it right... Like, what? Yeah, a lot of the food is so fresh because they're making it right there on their catering truck. Some of yes. it is, is prepped beforehand, but most of it is made fresh, and then they're just keeping it warm with sternos. You're eating delicious meals. That is the real appeal. Of <laughs> that is one hour. of the greatest parts of it is I you are eating good. Like a fucking king. You're eating good, stuff. and for the most part, I mean, you are seeing. I have been to every borough now, and like all over, yeah. everywhere in New York. You know, I mean, I've I sure places. as yeah, I've been all over. I sure as fuck wouldn't have visited Staten Island. You know, there's some places I'll only go if I'm getting paid. Exactly. Yes, and even then, it's like. Mm. Yeah, you know, so it yeah. is kind of... It has uh, its good... It's, it's overall, good. it's a fun job. Yes. Whenever I get a call from one of these casting companies, they say, are you available? I say, yes, yes I want to work. I'm there. Then a moment later, I'll be like, oh, God, what did I just get myself I into? always <laughs> have, like, the buyer's remorse. I'm like, oh, fuck, now I got to do this, but no. But it's hell, good. There's, there's worse jobs in the world. Exactly. You know? uh, I could do worse things for one fifty. That's right. And, uh, <laughs> and I have done. I'm talking about a dollar fifty here. Right. But uh, <laughs> enough about that blowjob contest. But didn't you win that? Or no, you <laughs> well, placed. I was. Uh, you didn't run win though. <laughs> <Okay. Yeah. laughs> well, on that note. <sighs> 
thanks for chatting with me today. This was awesome. I hope that you all, um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what you've taken from this. Probably that you never want to be a background actor or that oh, you definitely God. want to do it. It sounds like a dream job, right, guys? Right. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> well, well, thank you so much for having me. Yes, thanks for coming. I can't wait to see you on set. Yes, and same. everybody, look out for us. We're those little blurry specks <laughs> next to your favorite stars. Probably eating in the background. <laughs> with our faces stuffed like squirrels. Yep. Well, thank you for joining us. As always, we'll be back next week with more cool shit. Say bye. Bye. bye.